No, we're that's on. not goddamn recording. Oh, well, we're on now. Oh. <laughs> hello, fellow Let's listeners. <laughs> oh, Harry. <laughs> Uh, there is a way. Fayad said there is a way to get into the system, but then... There is a way to get into the back end. Yeah, but... Yeah. Ah, the back end. But is that like a really complicated thing? Back door. You just need to put the ad on Craigslist. We need to... Yeah. S- get into my back door on beach, on the beach radio. All right. Well, let's get to one of our topics today. We've gone all over the shop. You guys watch Game of Thrones? Definitely. The first episode, the but night. there's not... There's a second one out, I believe. Isn't yeah. yeah. If you go you on haven't that, watched the second one, Blake? Not yet. Get on the Torrent website. Download no. it. Is it worth a watch? Yeah, the second one's really good. They, oh. they start to progress the storyline. But why I brought this up is not so we can just drop spoilers. Mm-hmm. Game no. of Thrones spoilers. spoilers. It's because, once again, Australia has uh, got the number White one, walkers. Yeah, number one number spot one. for pirating. Yeah, well, if we could get the... F- if, if they could... If we could get the fucking show without downloading it... Yeah, Foxtel has the rights, I believe. Mm. But is it out yet? Yeah. Yeah, we all, Fox still has behind. the rights. No, they, yeah, they they on yeah they bring it out you know the same day. Oh, okay. Well then, I'll the question on, is, I'll is get it on Foxtel. Mm. But you don't have Foxtel, so this is the thing. The question is, is it right because Foxtel owns the rights to Game of Thrones for them to have a you know exclusive thing that they can broadcast it and no one else can see it for a couple months? You know, are you entitled to watch something at the same time as your friends? Without paying for it. Not only have they bought the TV rights, they also have the internet rights as well. So in Australia, iTunes Australia, you can't download it. Yeah, that's right. So it's I've got a bone to pick with iTunes though. I downloaded, I paid for the Star Wars to watch that. Oh, yeah. Right? And they give you 48 hours to watch it. Because you rent it. You don't buy it. Yeah, you rent it. So $6.99, but then you only have 48 hours. And then from when you start watching it, you only get 24 hours. So I started yeah. watching it, fell asleep. The next night I went to watch it, it was Done. gone. Done. Yeah, that's how they get it. That's yeah. bullshit. Six, seven dollars just seven to rent something. To rent it, yeah. Like, I thought it was four ninety nine. No, it was six ninety nine. Like, it was a new new release of whatever the fuck. It should be yeah. at most five bucks to buy it online. Yeah. Any digital copy of something you should be able to buy for five bucks. Yeah, because fair enough. Like you go to you you know, you used to go to uh, Video Easy or Blockbuster or whatever the fuck, and you get the, the DVD mm. and all that sort of stuff and like you can just you know, you can do whatever you want with it. But you, still have 20, but you only have 24 hours then as well. Yeah, but you used to be able to record but it. The reason there'll be such a huge markup as well is because Mac are taking such a cut. That's how it is with records. Yeah. yeah. And they're taking such a huge cut. Record labels are forced to put the price up on the record higher than they want it to be mm. only to pay their own bills. They get a huge cut. Huge, yeah. Huge, uh, you know, and the artist gets like, you know, 20 cents out of the cents dollar. Cents on the dollar. Make. Yeah. Of course, and that's why they say that So just Rage against the Suckers. iTunes. But do you think it's right to steal? Illegally download. Would it? you copy a car, so, Harry? No, steal a car. Well, there was a dude that did download a Aston Martin and printed it yep. and built it. All right. Would you? I would do that, that if I could. Was he charged? Because yeah. the, there was a comedian's joke was that old thing. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a person. I said, no, but if my friend said, Jim, cars. would you like me to burn you a copy? I'd consider that. Because if you're burning a thing, a copy of it doesn't take... It's like people go, oh, you wouldn't steal from a store. And they go, well, if you go in and take something out of a store, it's now gone from the store. Whereas with pirating, it's like going into the store, picking up the apple. The apple stays there, but now you also have an apple. Mm. And you walk out. I think, I think the artists should and the, the creators should be paid for what they do. Without a doubt. But I mean, like... But you don't give they, a shit. You'll watch Game of Thrones Well, no, but like, I'm happy to pay... No, I'm happy to pay for com- content. But like, I don't, I don't watch Foxtel... You know, all the time. I'd only watch it to see the Game of Thrones or, you know, maybe like the latest, whatever the fuck. I don't know. But does that mean you have to pay the $30 a month just to watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. And if they, if they own the rights to it, you know, that's, it's kind of, it's unfair for everybody else. Yeah. I think. It definitely. So there, there are justifications to, for downloading, but also there's, it's, you shouldn't, 
shouldn't. You're not supposed to do it. Yeah. yeah so what I found is like Netflix Australia was eight ninety nine a month, I believe, mm-hmm. for their full service of all their product range. And in the states, it's about fifteen sixteen dollars. And when they outreached to Australia, they said, you know, we realize you have the largest downloading content in the world. So let's give it to you at a premium price, lower the price. We obviously didn't get all the content, yeah. but it was essentially to slash downloads because if there is a cheaper option to do it, people will take it. Netflix boomed after it was first released for $8. Yeah, and then people get the VPN and just go and access the... Um, the, the American the server. American site. But aren't yeah. they shutting that down? Like, I thought that was, that was yeah, the problem with Netflix is because they w- then even like now they're starting to people say they're like, I'm looking at Net, I don't have anything to watch yeah. on Netflix. Like, I they, found I've run into that same problem. Yeah. You must have watched so much Netflix because there's like, there's, there is a lot of content, but I suppose like there's no Game of Thrones, right? There's like, there's no I don't know. Seinfeld or... They have a few big... Sh- I mean, Netflix original dramas are great. Yeah. Some of well, them. they've got House of Cards, Daredevil, Orange is the New Orange Black, is the New Black yeah. F is for Family, the new Bill Burr one. So yeah. that they are churning out original content. But it yeah. just... I don't know. It kind of seems like Netflix, not because everybody hates Foxtel and Rupert Murdoch and all this, but it's, it's almost like they're doing a similar thing. You know, they're they're having exclusive content on their platform that yep. only you can... only You can only have if you pay for their service. Yep. Um, yeah. It's the same as Foxtel. Yeah. And then everybody loves Netflix and hates Foxtel. Netflix is trendy. It's like Uber. Yeah. It's like you're really not saving that much, but it's trendy and fun. And it's the new thing. And it's not Foxtel. And it's not Foxtel. Yeah. It's not all evil roop. Yeah. All right. See you, See you later, later Boston. Boston. Have a good day, my friend. Um, yeah, but it's interesting, but we need... Like HBO is coming out with their own player. Oh, uh, yeah. HBO and, Go. Yeah, and Foxtel are trying to punch that in the groin. And there's the Amazon... Siri? Amazon Prime. Yeah, because I, because this is, but I, I went and um torrented. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'll, I'll fuck it. I don't give a fuck. So what I don't understand with these data counts of saying torrent freak, you know, twelve point five percent Australia has, you know, the bulk of the Game of Thrones downloads. What about online streaming? Because I don't torrent. I only online stream. Yeah, I think it might be that as well. Yeah. It might. They might factor that in as well. And then, like, I think that they'd be not really generous enough with those numbers because. How many people are running VPNs now in Australia yeah. because of this issue? And people have wised up to their internet security and they're, you know, quite cyber-wise. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, my VPN just dropped out a couple of days ago. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I was like, ah, just started jacking off. Yeah. <laughs> Come and watch me, Malcolm. Yeah. Malcolm Turnbull, whoever the fuck is spying so on me. <laughs> but I, I torrented the entire um, Man in the High Castle series. Mm-hmm. That was an Amazon thing. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't feel bad about that? No, because um, if there was, if like you, people just want things to be. That's what, how I think of it: is people just want easy access. They'll yeah. pay for it, but they yep. want easy access, and they want it when it's when everybody else gets it. Yep. You don't want to hear, oh, you got to pay, you know, X amount, you know, twice as much, three times as much, or or you got to wait two, three months. People want, hey, you want it here? It is, and it doesn't cost that much. Yep. Bang, and then people will do it. So it's not necessarily. Then there's the different school of thought that people that just want to steal, yeah. want to pirate. I've met these people online who are like, they're oh, disgusted the that anyone would... Too much money. Well, they're disgusted that anybody would make money creating anything online. Where do they expect the funds to come from? They don't care. They're like, it'll, ha- it'll just be there. Everything, well, things will just keep getting made and I'm just going to keep stealing and everybody's rich enough. There is, that, there is this kind of, you know, that, that, that radical pirate... I, I would agree to the point that I think that movie actors and directors are grossly overpaid for the service they're providing. In terms of, you know, $2 million, $10 million, $50 million a year for these contracts to just pretend on television screen where we have, you know, teachers, nurses getting, you know, 60 grand bare minimum pay. Oh, from your lips to God's ears, Blake. Yeah, from, from for a service. I'm with you. But, so... But how do you quant? That's the weird. I was reading about Hollywood accounting yesterday. You heard about Hollywood accounting? No. Hollywood accounting is this weird thing where, like, yeah, yeah the, all the dears <laughs> get together and they all clink their little bags and they they all. But it's basically creatively working out. Like, for example, Return of the Jedi. Oh no, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll use our Spider Man for example. Uh, which Spider Man are we talking the about? The first here? one. So, Tobey Maguire. Which first? Tobey Maguire first. Tobey Maguire first Spider Man. Stan Lee 
when he made signed his contract because you know Stanley's in every fucking Marvel. Is thing. his name Stanley or Stan Lee? But is his actual name Stanley? I, I think it's probably Stanley Lee. So it's Stanley Lee. Lee. Yeah, and his middle name's Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Lee Lee Lee. Anyway, so when he signed the first original contract with Marvel, he the in the contract it said you get ten percent of profits for mm-hmm. every movie. Yep. When Spider-Man came out, it grossed something like $800 million. It was the biggest grossing. But yeah. technically didn't make a profit because of mm-hmm. Hollywood accounting and they just pulled some bullshit because they're like, yeah, we don't want to pay you, Stan Lee. Like they do this because you know how they got to spend X amount and then they make X. Like they just, I don't know, they're Jews. Like they do all this dodgy stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, not like them. Avatar took like a billion dollars to make it. No, it was 900 million or something. Close like that. Yeah. How does a movie ta- make that much, like, cost that much money? Well, nine hundred million. You got to pay a lot of people. Yeah. If you want to see misappropriation of funds, look at what Adam Sandler does with his, with his company. Yes. Yeah. Adam Sandler is the great Hollywood fraud. Yeah. The great Hollywood swindle. Mm. What's he doing? Adam like, Sandler off bags well, of cocaine his, as his like company, work expenses and shit. Yeah, his company, Happy Madison, I believe it's called. Yep. They, he hires his friends and says, you know, this new Jack and Jill movie, which was shot in at one location with two actors, is going to yeah. cost $400 million. Yeah. He goes to the studio and he goes, I'm Adam Sandler. You know, dumb people watch my movies. I'll gross, you know, whatever you... Give me $90 million and I'll gross you $120 million. He only needs to make a movie for $20 million, yep. But he, he, he gets all of his old friends that are in every single one of his movies uh, and he okay. pays this guy... Five million, and David Spade he pays ten million, and this guy pays. You know, all of Adam Sandler's movies are just filled with cameos of all these people that he knows and he's friends with. And he doesn't look like he wants to be there. Yeah, and he just yeah, and he just. Cause I, I, I used to love Adam Sandler, I really did. Yeah, you know, I think we all did. Yeah, Happy Madison. Well, that's the Happy, old tribe. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Sorry, Happy time, Gilmore. Billy every, Madison. Every time everyone talks about Adam Sandler, it's yeah, but wasn't Happy Madison or wasn't Happy, Gil- Happy Gilmore good? Yeah, and, like, and they were good. I think I think it does. I think there's a few ones more than that. I mean, I really like Bulletproof and the Wedding Singer. Oh yeah, Wedding Singer's all right. all right. I didn't love it. I know a lot of people love that. Same with um, Waterboy. He's losing Mama his shit. mind. Mama shit, Mama shit. I didn't mind the Waterboy, but it was you know it, it, that's when he was getting a bit. It's Adam Sandler with a speech impediment. Remember Little Nicky? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Adam Sandler, but they slight. He changes his voice slightly. Mm. But Bulletproof with Damon Wayans yeah. is fucking great. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's Damon Wayans stubs, shoves a um, gun up his ass. <laughs> and he's like, ah, can you take that thing out of my ass? And there's this, this other guy looks over and it looks like Damon Wayans is fucking Adam Sandler up the ass. It's very awkward. And then he, was it him in Happy Feet or something? Happy Feet? No, That's a penguin movie. But is he in that? I don't know. I'm I don't sure th- he's done a few kids movies. I don't yeah. know if he's in Happy Feet. He did the, the Eight Days of Christmas. The Eight Days of Christmas one. He, you know what he's great in is Rain Over Me. That's a story about he plays a character who lost his family in 9-11. Oh, Don okay. Cheadle's in it. And he looks like... Adam Sandler looks, looks like Bob Dylan the whole movie. <laughs> and he just sits and plays um, Titans <laughs> of Colossus, yeah. PS2 game. And he's just this like shut-in. Like apparently he's some, he used the character. He's like a brilliant rich guy. And then his family gets killed. And he just becomes this recluse that just wants to sit around and play video games all day. And it's not funny at all. Like it's a really sad, powerful, moving, gripping. Yeah. Yes, um, Adam Sandler. Yeah, so I said he's a swindler. Yeah, download his movies, torrent them, and then burn them. <laughs> yeah, he's making enough money. <laughs> yeah, but right. I mean, even even things like say uh, Dan Carlin, right? Hardcore mm. history. The way I love hardcore history. I um only a buck a show. Did you give them oh, to me? Oh, yes. Some, one of Blake, I believe. Yeah, I gave you his whole back catalog, yeah. but I bought his whole back catalog. So you catalog. bought his, and he, and he even says only a buck a show. Oh, yeah, it makes me feel guilty every time. Yeah, think about how I feel. <laughs> I've got, got all of his stuff, and I keep thinking, yeah, I want to, and I'm going to do it when I have 50 bucks in my account. Yeah. Uh, or not 50 bucks, you know, two bucks, three bucks, mm. um, just to donate. No, mm. Sorry, it would be 50 bucks. It's about 50 shows, buck a show. Yep. And that's fair. Um, but, because I don't have to, it's kind of easy to just take something. It's so easy to get something for free. It is. And you sort of move along. Mm. You're like, who gives, it, who gives a turkey? One or a country of thieves. One of your favorite YouTube presenters, Nerdwriter, he just started a Patreon page, which is basically a subscription. So every video he puts out, people donate 
you know, a dollar at two dollars here, and yeah, yeah. he just hit up to two thousand nine hundred dollars per, per video. I showed Harry Patreon over the weekend. He was getting very excited. Yeah, yeah it's a good thing. Any money. Harry, Harry said we should make good. a Patreon for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> All you seven listeners no, yeah. out there. No, we should make a Patreon. <laughs> you guys want to sponsor us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pay us for talking shit. Yeah. No, we Call should make... into the friends. I wanted to do a Patreon for like doing a cartoon show, right? Yeah. Like, and, we, and, you, and you had that idea of doing a, uh, a show about like our life. Yeah. Our, friend, our friend's dad, Munir. Actually, will someone will someone Patreon us? If you are out there, give us a call on eight zero nine seven eight three one six. Let's see it. what happens. Hang on, wait, I'll give what is that? A, you give us a buck a show. Give the number again. We could buy a coffee on our third show. Eight zero nine seven eight three one six. Give us a call. The only person that's going to call in is probably Phil. Phil. But I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to ask Phil about one of our one of our subjects. So if he calls in, we'll get onto that. Yeah. We get on that beforehand, but. We've got about 10 minutes left, <laughs> and we didn't record half of this goddamn show. We were doing good. No, that was, yeah, a lot of talk about gonorrhea and yeah. Boston strip was shows. Sh- and you have gonorrhea, don't you, Blake? I do. What, what <laughs> I happened? recently <laughs> What's the deal acquired with that? that? What happened? Was it like Kramer, where you're like, I felt her burning. <laughs> she yeah. left me. Much like the burning in my pants. Like, yeah, pretty much. It's horrific. <laughs> I called up the um, sexual health clinic in... Um, Martin Place, and this French nurse answered. <laughs> yeah, and she sounded so gorgeous. And it's, it's I've been in situations like this where it's very hard to explain problems with your junk mm. to very beautiful yeah. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I go, she was so. Are you showing symptoms? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, ah, so where are you showing symptoms? And I'm like, in my cock eye. Like, what you said? I said that, and then she stopped. And I'm like, was that not the scientific term? And she's like, people normally say genitals or penis. <laughs> in my cock eye. Is it? Is is, is a burning? There's a burning. There's a burning. Is a. Was it Tom Hanks in The Green Mile? Did he have gonorrhea? No, he had, he had um, AIDS. <laughs> not everyone has AIDS. We said that we were talking about this before the show, and Harry's like, "Yeah, pretty much everyone that dies just has AIDS." <laughs> yeah, you s- Harry said that Prince died of AIDS. Well, that was what's that was what was written online. That's <laughs> I wasn't actually making that one up. I, I googled that. I wasn't actually able to find any. Or maybe any, I was wrong. Yeah, there. there wasn't any claim at all that he died of AIDS. It was almost like you just made. Was it that a up. drug overdose? I believe, yeah, it was, it was something, a drug overdose. There was okay. a cocktail of things mixed in his system. But, um... Drug AIDS, it's all the same, right? What are your thoughts about AIDS, Harry? What do you mean? What are your thoughts about it? Like, it's terrible. Yeah. But how do you, th- how do you think... Of people. How do you think it's transmitted? Well, mostly, uh... <laughs> <laughs> isn't it mostly, like, you know, bodily fluids? Yeah. But, yeah. like, mainly blood? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, where are you trying to relate me with this? Like gay anal sex? <laughs> no, well, yeah, but I mean, uh, it's prevalent in that sort of in the community. Yeah, yeah. Is it prevalent? Do you think straight people can get AIDS though? Yes. Yeah, through just normal, normal sex. Normal butt sex or normal I don't vaginal? Know. You don't sex. really have because you don't really. That's the things why I because I used to think when I was younger that um, only gay people could get AIDS. But it wasn't because oh they get there because they're freaks or whatever. It was because of the blood, right? Yeah. And w- when you're fucking a vagina, usually there's not blood, unless it's. It is one of those bloody places, though. The bloody times of the month. But if it's not a bloody time of the month, then you can have sex, and there's not really a likelihood that there's got to be a cut. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with anal sex, the anus is not designed for penetration. A lot of fissures. Yeah, that. yeah. So there's yeah, and it only needs a little tiny nick, and then the and then the the AIDS come gets in there. It's an exit, not an entry. So that's why it became. Well, speak for yourself, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we need a tongue up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, Harry, mm. you have never had your ass eaten before, have you, Harry? No. Why not? Yeah, Harry. This, this, Let's this get never, into this. It's never come mm. up. It has come up. I bring it up yeah, all yeah. the bloody time. No, you bring it up. I brought it up with, with it. Your, your last every single one of your girlfriends that you've had. I say, Harry, have you had your ass eaten yet? And you say, Not yet. No. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I, I shake my head. And then there's just awkward silence for a few minutes. No, it's, I, I start screaming not, at the man. I go, I What is about. wrong with you? Yep. This is not something I care about. It is something you care about. No, it's not. We've had this discussion before. You're a big fan of, um, you know, 
of, of theoretically having your ass eaten. But when it comes to the practical nature of it, mm. you back off. You Harry half in. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really. No, I just, I never, I never bother with it. It's, it's never been a you like eat a big, ass big though. Thing. You've eaten ass. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So why? Then why are you a hypocrite? Yeah. Why not? Uh, you know, because it's, it's what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I'm just I'm just rolling with it. I'm not just like uh, you know shove the head down there in the in the ass crack. Well, that, we're not, there doesn't need to be any sort of forcible yeah, shoving. Yeah, doesn't need to the, be rape. Yeah, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it's just it's just not something I just give a fuck about, really. Uh, well, I don't believe you for a second. Yeah, but um, you give me the eyes. Huh? You look like you want to move on. Let's move on. You want to move on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But would you have your ass eaten if yeah, if it was not? presented? Like yeah, if it was like. Of course. Yeah, it was like, oh, Harry, bend over. I want to yeah, get in there. Well, if it was you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then you're definitely down. Yeah, for you're sure. definitely down, Charlie Brown. All right, let's move on from Harry and his strange on-again, off-again relationship with anal, anal licking. Now, in <laughs> Melbourne, mm-hmm. Melbourne, right? Very, uh, it's, like the, it's like the San Francisco of Australia, isn't it? It's very diverse. Progressive. Yep. They're I better than us. That. They're better than the backwater convict fucking land of Sydney. The famous New South Wales. Uh, the famous height in Eightsbury Street. Potato runners and all whatever other stuff we were doing up in this state. But anyway, yeah. so down in the inner city suburbs of Melbourne, mm-hmm. green voting Melbourne, mm-hmm. progressive, mm-hmm. socially liberal. Something called the white flight. White flight. White flight. These parents, these uh, the, the parents of these children, are sending them away from uh, housing commission schools, mm-hmm. putting them in schools with whitey, whiteies, and leaving so where there's now more and more schools down in Melbourne with uh, primarily like more than sixty percent uh, Muslim African students, mm-hmm. and yeah, so there's there's getting there's almost like a uh, apartheid Melbourne. We're almost at the apartheid situation. Yeah, where we're, where we're literally separating schools. Um, Separating children into different schools. That's been a. How are you smiling at me? What's happened? Oh, just Fiona just laughing at me. <laughs> oh, glorious. <laughs> girlfriend on the line. Glorious, PP. You've heard the words. Don't let Harry down now. <laughs> He's a good man. You've been told. <laughs> but it is. It's like South African apartheid, isn't it? Yep. We got the. We're gonna have. We're gonna be able to point if we don't address this. Where we're gonna have schools filled with Somalians and uh, Iraqis and Syrians. Mm-hmm. And then, and there's going to be like one whitey, and then there'll be another school where there's none of them, and there's all whitey. Schools fall into a trap where, when the grades start getting low and the NAT plan scores start failing, mm-hmm. a lot of people who have the option or have the ability to move their children to other schools start doing that, and then, so and also higher performing students, they'll pull them out of schools that are quite low performing because low performing schools don't receive the same funding, the same teacher credibility. I thought they're supposed to receive more funding. Wasn't that yeah, the whole they, they my schools? Yeah, they receive more than the, nope. the, like, the private institutions. No, but private. Whereas the private institutions charge more so that they, they obviously have better yeah. services. They, but the, the government funding is less. The government funding's all messed up with public schooling, which is why the Gonski reform is back in the news a lot at the moment. Give a Gonski. Give a Gonski. Yeah. Yeah. Julia Gillard. Yeah, that was. A, Gillard. Well, that wasn't that wasn't her plan. That was moving forward. <laughs> Gonski was a um a microanalyst for a. a yeah, few yeah, banks. yeah, I know the Gonsk. Yeah, but that was that. Was, the Gonsk had a bunch of ideas, and then Gillard was like, "Oh, we'll do two of these ideas." Yeah, there was, and then nothing happened. That was. It took like three years to write that paper, and there was hundreds of people, and the. It started at a community level, so Gonski went to local schools and his team went to local schools, found out what local area needs, found out what large area needs. It was well, Wasn't that the platform. Gonski thing then? It was, the, it was meant to be the shittiest schools will get more funds. Redistribution of funds, yeah. Yeah. But Commies. when that plan originally came out, the issue was a lot of the higher institutes and a lot of the schools that were receiving the most funding were getting very scared. And like, we're not going to back this because obviously we don't need as much money as we're getting. And they knew that. So the political parties had to come out and say, no, no, no we're going to redistribute funds, but no one will be losing any more than they're already receiving. And it was this weird, wait, how are we going to change 
how are we going to move funds around if no one's going to lose any funds? It'll stay the same. Yeah. And Gonski kind of got, you know, blown under the political <laughs> yeah, side of everything. Everyone told Gonski to go jump in a lake. Yeah. So get, Gonski, yeah, get mad. going, Gonski. One of the original issues as well, Gonski didn't give an exact number on how much all of this would cost. Yeah, he had yeah. all of the equations and all of the redistribution amounts and where things should go, but he didn't finish the equations because he's like, that's something that we need to do with the government. Yeah. And because the government's like, wait, you didn't come to us with a complete budget, get fucked. Yeah. So, mm. wasn't the greatest, but... He's just like, relax, guy, give me a... Relax, buddy. Blank well, check. Well, that's all, that's blank all check, very... Blank check, buddy. That's a very serious thing, but I just found it interesting, this idea of... Um, Segregation? Well, at the end of the day, yeah, that people want to be with their own kind. Pointing at the pointing at Bayard <laughs> up on the wall. Um, yeah, people, because you remember at school, this is what I just found interesting. Not that we should be going to literally separate schools, but what's that school near ours? Borkham Hills yeah. Tech, and it was Bo- predominantly uh, Indians, Indian, and Chinese, Asians. A, yeah, like Asian with with a few whiteies sprinkled in. Yeah, and then you go to say our school, we had a decent um, Asian. You know, we had a, we had about say twenty. That was a yeah. se- that was a selective school in Borkham Hills. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a selective school. Yeah. How do you get in there? You got to have good marks. Good marks, yeah. Oh, well. I suppose their parents well, maybe, well, well, maybe well, beating well. them harder, get better marks. You know, there's. But they also would have to apply, presumably. Yeah. Like none of us applied to go there. No. Not, not saying that we could have gone there, no, but, but I mean, there's a there's a mentality of, I want them to go to this selective school. Uh, yeah, and a lot of the, when you're in school in grade three, you have your first, or in grade three, you have your first testing. I don't know if you remember in year three. Fucking <laughs> no. Everyone, everyone kind of does this giant test together. It's a national. It's very similar to that plan. And if you do quite high, that's when some of the teachers or even your parents are like, oh, okay, let's report this to the selective school. Yeah. Fuck that noise. And that's where that issue happens is where you take all the high-achieving students and put them into one school. Mm. And, and then they grow up to be the rulers. And you leave those other schools with the lower gradings and then that school starts to just go deeper and deeper it's a very bad cycle yeah 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 it's as you're taking out all the uh the good kids mm-hmm. gotta have some good kids in there but i just find it mix. in the way that our school used to go with how like i said we had asians and we had lebanese you know Muslim, arabs not muslims we had arabs and whitey and we had whitey and it was, but, it, but then we had, there were jocks. You know what I was saying? There were jocks. This is what I was talking about on Boston show. There were jocks and there were nerds. We were like the drop kicks. Mm-hmm. Like we were like the weirdos. We didn't really have a place. No. And, and that was sort of who we were. We were weirdos. So it was sort of like, oh, good. Like we're all here. The smackheads. Yeah. Like some of the stoners or whatever yeah. the hell we were called. Um, and yet there were, like we were, we had Jordan, right? Jordan Young, he was Asian. Mm-hmm. We had Phil, who's Lebanese. Mm-hmm. And yet there was an Asian group. Who mm-hmm. Jordan would never hang out with, no. and a Lebanese group who Phil would never hang out with. No, we were, were, yeah, we were quite diverse. It was Jared Abood who was Lebanese who hung out with the nerds. Mm-hmm. So, so there was a couple cross sections, but it was just interesting how people would people do tend to sit and be with their own, mm-hmm. and they and no matter how much, even in this multicultural country where we all we're all together and we all share, we're all loving and blah blah blah, like. We do. People do like to. It's not about hating another group, but it's about preferring your own kind. Well, yeah, a lot uh, of Sydney's, a lot of Sydney's like that. Like, there's Leichhardt with all is. the Italians, yeah, and then there's Eastwood just, with all the Asians, yeah, um, Randwick with Greek, yeah. the Southwest yeah. with do all you, the Arabs. Do like, you think the Chatswood with all the that's uh, more Chinese, of Asian population? It's associating with people that you have things in common with, or that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's 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 a sharing. Usually a common language, a common culture, mm-hmm. in a common, um, you know, family life. Yep. A lot of that comes into play. It's like, oh, you know, if it's a Le- Lebanese, like, oh, your your dad yells, my dad yells, or a white guy, your dad is a white white stiff, my dad's a white <laughs> stiff, whatever it is, Asian, your dad beats you, my dad beats you. Oh, both of your phones are not on silent. This is outrageous. Complete yeah. disrespect for the fence. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, will you forgive me? Yes, I will. I just I lost my train of thought. Yeah. I forgot what it was. Saying that across our culture, even though that we're multicultural. The people do, do you just, it's a natural thing to want to be with your own. It's not weird mm-hmm. to say, oh, maybe all the, you know, all the white people want to be, prefer to be together. But if you say that, 
That's the, that's just this fascinating thing that goes on in this in, in Western countries where if white people all want to be together, it's a problem. But if, like you said, if 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 Asians or Chinese, Japanese, um, Turkish, whoever group they want to find, you know, a specific suburb or neighborhood or area in which to congregate around, that's a good thing because it's it's helping them preserve their culture and preserve mm-hmm. their identity. And yet, again, if Whitey does it, it's bad. Yeah. But it, there's also, like, we have these small microcosms of, like, say, Eastwood, which is predominantly Korean and Chinese area. And then... You won't see a stray dog around there, boy. I, I grew up in Eastwood, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up in Eastwood. Hamana, 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 hamana. But then, as a whole, Australians also have a rigmarole about them where we all unite when it comes onto a global platform yeah, yeah. But then when you get micro, we also have those small little pockets of different yeah. well, I mean, diversity. That, that, but that even can come back down to like your neighbor. You know, yeah. like I can go, oh, you know, all the people that live on my street, but the, the dude who lives next to me on, on both sides of the house, they're not, you know, I probably wouldn't like them. They're kind of, you know, they're nice, you're cordial, hello. Yep. But you're not, um, I wouldn't want to go to war with them. <laughs> or no. Like, or, you know, alongside them, I wouldn't just necessarily, just even though they live, they've lived next to me. My entire life. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that's the same thing with Americans. You know how there's an American that like blacks and whites are always fighting with each other and it's racially divided, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Uh, I remember Patrice O'Neill saying that when he would go overseas, he would be going, you know, George Bush is a great man. <laughs> how dare you disrespect that white man? Like, yeah. Because he was like, we're Amer- as soon as you leave the country, you become Americans. Yep. Um, it's not about black and white, which is true. Because he, he would go over there and people would go, oh, you are stupid Americans and blah, blah, blah. Whereas when he's in America, it's you black people. Yeah. And then he goes, you white people. So, yeah, we, we all want to be a group up to the point where we want to be individuals mm-hmm. and hate each other and be uh, separate. Separate entities. Mm. Gentlemen. I reckon Very well. let's do one more topic. Yeah, the next show is not around. So. Yeah, the next show isn't around. The surveillance... People are useless. Potty uh, party. watching you, mate. The potty party. They're not here. We want to have, we want to we put it out there, not that anyone's <laughs> listening, but we want to have a different time slot, mm-hmm. and I'd like it to be longer. Extend it out a little yeah. bit. Two hour. Yeah, two hours, and later on in the day. I think that'd be better. Yeah. Is this getting up at six? It's not on, mate. No. I wonder how Boston feels. Yeah, but Boston gets paid. No. I don't know if I was supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but he works hard. He earns it. It's not, I'm not saying, you know. Ah! But Boston no. lives close by to here. Yep. And, yeah, I, I think there's some sort of arrangement. And he does it every day. Yeah. Or every weekday for two hours. Mm. Um, so he's definitely earning it. But I'm just saying there's more of an incentive for him to want to be here, like, say, at a really, really early time. Yeah. If I was getting paid, you can fucking shove a dildo on my ass. <laughs> I don't care. I just want to get paid. Yeah. like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Wait, mate. They, they just leave the money. <laughs> Forget about the money. Let's just go wild. Uh, one more. One more topic. We could do a couple more topics. but um, What do you want to talk about? Well, we, well, we have climate change. We'll see that but either of these things we could just talk for a long time. And, or we could not. And it could be very boring. Climate change. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it to you guys. Yep. Climate change. Or. Asylum seekers. Or. Trump. Trump. No, I don't know. They're all such dry, dead topics. They're not. They're all. They've all come back in the news, Blake. This is. This is what you don't understand, my friend. Climate change mm-hmm. and asylum seekers. They're hotter than ever. Uh, the topics because of climate change. Well, well, for one thing, is we'll uh, say we'll, we'll go into the asylum seekers, right? Do you know that PNG just closed Manus who? Island? Yeah. They've closed the uh, detention center that was housing like 850 gentlemen. Where, Where are we going to send all the boats? Stateless gentlemen? Um, we don't know yet. That's what we're currently trying to work out. That's why I'm saying it's back in the news. Just let them float around out there for a little while. Well, because it's ultimately coming back to... Um, we only have in this country two positions, apparently. We have um, stop the boats. Mm-hmm. We well, have... We've got to... You know, we can't allow the people smugglers to set up their little trade and start pushing you know, mm-hmm. thousands of people like what was happening between 2008 and 2014, like 40,000 irregular maritime arrivals, whatever it's called. Yeah. So what we do is we take them and put them in places that aren't really pleasant. They have the option to leave, but the idea is that they're stateless. So it's like they can't go home, they'll be persecuted, they can't go anywhere else. Can't go to any of these close-by nations because none of them sign the UN Refugee Convention. Mm -hmm. We're the closest one who does. 
So they all tr- keep trying to come here. Or New Zealand. Or New Zealand. But that's New Zealand's past us. Yeah. Yeah. So they will go to, but you know what I'm saying. Why don't we all go to New Zealand? Probably harder of a journey. Yeah. But, um, and the other, op- but this is the thing, the other option is the Greens. Because it's basically li- Lib Lab, Labor Liberal, we're the same people, they're the same, they're all, we're all heartless and evil and we treat, Psalm Seek is bad and all the rest of it. And this is the thing, it's like, is it right to say like make the lives, the life inconvenience or inconvenience the lives of say like, you know, several hundred people, have them on these islands, have them in like sort of permanent, state of permanent law or statelessness, not yep. really having anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. Is that worth it because the alternative or at least the greens thing is this regional solution and the regional solution is basically everyone who wants it's it's it's, it's one step b- before open borders yep regional solution is everyone within the sort of you know malaysia indonesia all that kind of an area mm-hmm. everybody who wants to come to australia can come to australia just stick him in the bush yep well that's we don't have do we don't have the facilities like okay. th- th- I, I read that someone's like oh Put them all in the middle of Australia, and, and you know we'll have a booming economy. It's like well, we yeah, don't. Yeah, because there's a lot of you know good land out there. <laughs> but is there a lot of jobs? Is there a lot of industry? Is there a lot of facilities? Is there the hospitals? Is there the schools? Is there all this kind of stuff in order to? And not just that, you can't just all dump them all there. You're going to need, um, you're going to need Aussies there. Yep. So they th- they can be sort of becoming Australian, or you know, Australianized, and not just white people. You mm-hmm. can have a bunch of third generation Chinese people there. Mm-hmm. Um. But just this idea of um, one, it's it's almost one or the other. It's like, oh, we're either treating them like bull, like cunts, or got to let them all in. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm. What are we going to do about this, gentlemen? Was it you that showed me? Was it mm. you that showed me the gumball theory yes. where they where they like all the all the um, refugees coming into Europe, and then you got like a America, America, yeah. America, and then you got like the the box of gumballs. Mm-hmm. And then you get like a few gumballs and you put it in your gumball box. <laughs> Same <laughs> gumballs. Basically, the, like the point of the video is that America takes solving in... solving anything. It's America takes in a million refugees every year. Yep. Or immigration, they take in a million from the poor parts of the world. Yep. Meanwhile, every year, the third world nations collectively add 80 million people to the world. Yep. So, it's immigration is not a solve. It's not a solution. It's not yep. even part of a solution mm-hmm. to the problems of the world to poverty and, and this kind of stuff. And his point was even that a lot of the time with this immigration, the people that you do take are the more skilled, are the more educated, yeah. are the ones who are more likely to work hard and succeed. So if they're all mm-hmm. leaving and coming to our countries, in the and yes, the genuine legitimate hope of wanting to do better, they're kind of dooming their own country mm-hmm. to being just a shithole. It's similar to the school situation. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. A, yeah, as people flee... The, the the ones that are left behind just it just it's all left to suffer yep. and no one goes to help them. Mm. Yeah. So you think that the aid should be spent foreign? It should be spent uh, spreading prosperity through the nations that need it the most. Well, as opposed to just letting people in. Well, you need we need you need to figure something out because there is this fifty six million stateless people mm-hmm. in the world. Yep. Currently, and even say if if it's double all, Australia. Yeah, if exactly. They, if and if all our detention centers close, and if our entire um, you know policy gets destroyed, that doesn't automatically mean that all those refugees get to come here. It just means that they're stateless. Yeah. So they currently don't. They won't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. So it's almost it's incumbent. And then it just comes back to well, we're a very rich nation. Why don't we take them in? Which yeah, in a short term situation, that would be fine. But we've seen you saw under Labor what was happening when they fucking close the change the policy we were having votes every week like yeah. thousands of people were showing up every week and then people were dying and people were dying off the coast of australia and then people go oh people are dying anywhere they're just not dying near here yeah that's true but again how do we fix that how do you fix the fucking problems of the world harry i'm putting it to you how do you fix the problems of the world uh hibbity 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 no 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 i don't know no <laughs> all right well like it's it's this weird divide where we constantly keep running it's either are we thinking locally or are we thinking globally in terms of solutions well yeah as and there's that whole think local act glo- or think global act local well exactly if we're the idea is we're being pushed more and more to be you know we're a globalized nation and we all share and we like we just said we've got different cultures and different mm-hmm. people and we're all everywhere so 
you know, there's, there should be no place, but there still is. We still have individual states. We still have borders. Yep. It's borders that define a state. Um, and different states are, you know, wealthier than others. Mm-hmm. Some of the time, depending on how strong their borders are. Yeah. So that there is that's that interest. It is. It's an interesting question where it's like eventually, what as we move more and more towards this globalized world, how are we going to deal with it? Because if you have, why why hasn't Indonesia signed the UN Convention? Why hasn't Malaysia? Why hasn't Saudi Arabia? Why hasn't Qatar? Why hasn't the United Arab Emirates? Why haven't all of these? There's all there's so much, so many different. A lot of ins and outs, a lot, lot of what have you, a lot of strands in the old duder's head. There's just a lot of different facets to this subject, but it's one of these things where when it only gets brought up under the context in Australia of um, we, we can't do what we're currently doing, mm-hmm. okay, then what do we do? And the alternative is pretty much let them all in. Yeah. And either it seems like what, what would you want? Would you want to let them all in just so you can go, ah, at least we're not locking them up anymore? And not thinking about the social and you know employment and all these all these extra problems that will take place down the road once you've let in two hundred three thousand extra asylum seekers or refugees or immigrants or whatever it is, or you keep the fucking detention centers open and you've mm-hmm. got people, mo- a lot of them who are legitimately escaping you know persecution all this kind of stuff and now they're just essentially locked up yep. or given the option hey you can sit here and do nothing. And let you know, waste your life, or, or you can leave. Yeah, or you can leave. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's what people say. They go, well, where am I going to leave to? I don't care. Yeah, but it's kind of a, uh, stuck between a rock and a hard place for most of them as well, isn't it? Like they, You're very true, Harry. Yes, yeah, but yes, I mean, yes, yes, yes. well, they can't. Uh, like if they go back, they're just back to their old life where they, you know, don't have anything. Where they they're trying to make a, I suppose, a new life, but you, they they have to. Um, I mean, there, there has to be a Remember way of the gumballs, though, Harry. There has to be a way of sorting them out, though. You know, like... Forced sterilization to the entire the third world. Yeah, the what about... Eggs, you know? What about that? Forced sterilization. What about the idea of it's improving the quality of our detention centers and creating a platform where it is based on improving quality of life, improving skill base, and more funding and more attention on better better facilities, better sorting techniques and better quality of life for the people who are there. So it's not the option of either come here or go to a stinky Manu Island prison. It's we're creating a stepping stone for you that is more livable, where there is more resources, more skill-based education and more opportunities for you to either come here or continue somewhere else but carry on a skill set that we provide for you. Yeah, well that... I would say, yeah, that, again, it would be the, morally, it would be the best thing in the short term to do, but how the, the, qu- the argument would be that that is an encouragement for further people, for more people to come. So it's, you, we want to have, the idea is you want to have people not coming by boats. Yeah. But regardless, because that's dangerous, regardless of if you're pro it or against it, it should be, if you, if you want more Im- immigrants, it should be done, you know, we fly them in from Indonesia, whatever, they shouldn't be coming on boats. There shouldn't be this whole situation set up. And like what you said, if we have a thing where we're putting them on this island and it is sort of a stepping stone for mm-hmm. citizenship, that will just encourage more people. Because mm-hmm. they think, oh, we'll, we'll just go into this place. So that's that's the sort of unspoken thing of the current policy that we have. A, it has to be a carrot or a stick. It has to be unpleasant. Yeah. And they're like, and then people go, well, it's torturous. It's, it's what the Nazis did. And then people go, oh, it's not exactly what the Nazis did. And so it's that yeah. back and forth thing where they go, look, we're having it unpleasant. Because there was a discussion on Q&A last night where they were saying, Have, has Australia out-trumped Trump? Yeah. Trump, it's, the Trump's talking about rounding up Mexicans and illegals and all this kind of stuff. And they go, we've got hundreds and hundreds of illegals, in quotation marks, mm-hmm. um, locked up in these different camps. Yeah. Different parts of the world. Horrific. Mm. Horrific. And terrific, depending on your perspective. We'll have to use the old uh, fence chestnut. We're going to keep an eye on it. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, no. I think we're going to wrap this, wrap this shittily show up. We only recorded half of it, which was sad. We we hit forty four minutes on the recording. Forty four minutes. Yeah. Um, so oh, we hang on before we finish. We lost half an hour. Harry, you want to you want to try ask a local? Okay. All right. We I'm have a little have segment here. <laughs> I'll go down and see if I can find some people. Let's hang on. What would be the question we'll ask them about Trump or climate change? We just want to be like, what's your thoughts? And give them a really hard question. 
I'm cool with that. See if they want to come up. Are you like, welcome, welcome, sir. Welcome to the fence. We just wanted to ask, what's your thoughts on Trump? Like, first, what's your name? Hang on, Harry. All right, so Harry's he left the studio. Find, yeah, he has to find someone first. This is Ask a Local. We're wrapping up the show, but there's Harry's walked down and he's walking down the street Sniffing. and he's looking for a local. He's going to sniff out the talent. He's looking for a <laughs> random person. <laughs> I don't know if we... Should we leave Harry in charge of this role? Like, yeah, okay, wait, no, okay, He's holding his arms okay. out. So there's a woman with a salmon uh, dress and a bag full of clothes, and we, I can see Harry eyeing her off. <laughs> Just wondering if he'll cross the road. And uh. Yeah. <laughs> get the pretty one. Busy. Yeah. <laughs> go, go get her. Go sniff her dirty underwear. She's got her laundry on her. All right. There's a woman. She looks like she's walking home. <laughs> he's actually doing Harry's it. Harry's going he's over. This should be filmed. He's actually going over. To Harry's the going over. He <laughs> stopped the woman. He's pointed to us. He's pointed. He's asking. He's asking. He's talking to her. He's asking. She's, she's uh, looking extremely she's weirded she's out by this conversation. She's got her hand over her eyes like, what the hell's going on? I don't even know how I can pee in the studio. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at him. He's, he's we've got yeah. candy. Harry's arm. <laughs> she's not gonna do it. She doesn't want to. We'll see. Maybe he can convince. Oh no! This Here is the go. fence. This Harry's doing. He might be. No, we would. Oh no! She's going. It looks like know. he's picking it up. Oh! Ah! Oh, he said no. Ah! Oh. <laughs> oh, no! He doesn't want to do it. Gosh darn it! What oh. about these two? I wonder what his attempt was there. Yeah, let's get him back in the studio and ask. Because then oh. we've got to train him to do better next time. Harry. Harry! Oh, Harry wants to ask one more. You're done. You missed over. Alright, we're bringing Harry back into the studio. That was an abysmal failure. Um, the Ask a Local. I want to know what he said to her. Yeah, that's what we're going to find out. We're going to have the, uh, the interview. Alright. The post... So, Ask a local interview. Yeah, we want to know. Welcome back into the studio, what, Harry. What happened? Look, it didn't work out. What happened? What did you say to her? I just said, hey, we've got a radio show up there. You want to come Hold on a second. I'll stop. Were you talking like that? Yes, a little bit. He was in radio. <laughs> don't do that. No, I was just like, we've got a radio show up here. Do you want to come up and, you know, have a word, talk about Trump, vote people, anything, any ideas? She's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. She was, uh, she was a tourist. Oh, God, that would have been great. That would have been the best. Yeah, I know. And she's like, oh, I got my washing. Need to go here. You should have been like, I'll oh, carry your washing, was it a, Was that her dirty washing or a clean washing? Yeah, did you, did did you, you steal a, did some you panties? Have a sniff? No, I didn't. Oh. But was it dirty or clean? We've got, we got some more people down there. Should I go bother some other people? Um, yeah, try one more. I don't think they're going to come in. Yeah. Try one more, Harry. Right. Come on. Off he goes. Ladies and gentlemen. We've got to watch out for Harry with the sniffing of the panties. He's doing good. I should have said to him just to be, just be like, hey, excuse me, like, well, be you, can, you can't say be yourself because then we know what will happen. No, he knows, you know, Harry knows how to be charming. Yeah. He shouldn't be like, hey, you want to kill up? Just a fucking bunch of bullshit. Yeah. What about that old bag? So, yeah, get the old woman. Get the old bag. <laughs> Chase that lady. Chase the old bag. Chase the old woman. Oh, but it's going to take her 20 minutes to get up the stairs. You can carry her. <laughs> yeah, how he's doing, he's hobbling along like the old woman. <laughs> All right. Let's ask a local segment. This is an abysmal That's, failure. Yeah, it's gangbusters. So you're going to go watch the movie after afterwards? Yes. Yeah? Going to go watch Civil War. Where at? I don't know yet. I didn't know it was out yet. Yeah, it came out last Thursday. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. I'm pre- pretty down with it. The the Infinity Wars, the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I'm a bit over. They're building up. Yeah. You can get you can get a bit burnt out from it. Yeah. But I've been watching. There's just so much to watch. It is, and it's and it's also the end credit scene. But you got to wait for that two second yeah clip. Of they keep doing a thing where it's constantly setting up the next movie to come. Yeah, because I saw that in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the little bit for the Infinity Stone. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It, it's been going on since, uh, what was it? Captain America was was the Tesseract. Yeah. Actually, the Tesseract appeared at the end of Iron Man. I think. How's Harry doing? He's Harry? just yelling at the he's yelling at the cyclist. So <laughs> I was just standing there in the middle of the road with his cock out. Yeah, with his cock in his hand. <laughs> he, he just, I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh no, he's gonna ask. Oh, he's gonna ask this disheveled old. Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> you know she's got an opinion. This bag of bones. We should be filming this. Oh, God. All right, Harry, here we go. Oh, he's he's going to... Oh. Okay, so Harry started the interaction. He's the woman, with, he's pointed. With the crap lady. He's making, he's making small oh, and talk. She obviously smokes. Yeah, she looks like she smokes. She's given the... We don't need we don't need it to come up for like twenty minutes. We just need just, a comment. Yeah, we just need just one. Need to go, comment. hi, excuse me, what's your name? Where are you from? Blah blah blah. What do you think about Trump? Blah blah blah. We'll just take make a quick joke. Thank you. And they'll go, Oh no, Harry. No, no. Harry, no. no. What a oh. Yeah. I think let's call him back in. I think I'm gonna have to go down next time. This is a disaster. You're done. It's a fun little fence show, wasn't it? When there's Someone with a baby over there. No, that's creepy. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. I don't think Harry's allowed to be around <laughs> those people. There's a bracelet around his ankle that goes off. Harry! What happened? You did your best. I'm not getting much love out there. What did she say? She's late for work. She's got meetings. She was in her gym clothes. Yeah. I know, she's she gone should've... to the gym. Yeah. Called her out. Look at, look at this lady. And dude, she you got to... her arms. And you got to yeah. say, it just, just next time you I do think, it... I think it's... We're gonna try this next week, but next time you do it, you gotta say like, "Look, it'll only it'll only take ten seconds." Like you just gotta. That, that's minutes. what I was doing. I was like, "Oh, look, we we only want to have a couple of words, you know. We're just, it's we're doing ask a local section." Yeah. How you going? Having ask a local sex. Yeah. Come Section. on. Would you like to have sex? Get up on air. Yeah. Up, pull your pants down. Jiggle around. All right, let's let's wrap this motherfucker up. All this right. is the fans. Next time. Bondi Beach Radio. I am your. What's going on? I'm your host. I'm your host, Luke Carroll. Thank you, Blake. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Boston. Uh, I go fuck yeah. We'll see you all next week. Next week, sometime. If I sit for the grace of God, I know that's again relieve me if I'm buried in the side, but the angels will receive me. Fuck my arms. Fuck my balls. Let me go down. Fuck my balls. See you next week, motherfucker.